0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy.
2: That's what the poster said.
1: See Ryan Gosling
0: and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Because
2: nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now.
1: What are you into?
0: Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13.
2: We are ready to roll here on an open form Wednesday. Just had a lot of fun with Jerry Reynolds and Ryan over on YouTube. Always great when we can talk to uh, Jerry Reynolds. Just the best, Jerry, the best. We uh, we're talking about tonight's game. Buddy healed, Tyrese Halliburton in town to take on the Kings, who are ten and nine. They've lost three in a row. Meanwhile, Indiana is fourth in the East. They've won seven of ten, and they have a record of twelve and eight. So this is going to be a lot of fun. See what the reaction is for Halliburton. We'll see what the reaction is for. But he healed. You know, the Pacers are, uh, uh, I think they're mirror images of one another, these two teams. You know, I think they've already surpassed expectations. And when you look at Indiana's last body of work, why don't we start with Miami, all right? They beat Miami. They beat New Orleans. They lost to Denver by three. Then they beat Toronto. They beat Charlotte. They won at Houston. They won against Orlando twice. They lost to Minnesota 115 to 101. They beat the Nets, then lost to the Clippers before beating the Lakers on a last second shot 116 to 115. Indiana concludes this mammoth road trip with games after tonight Friday, Utah, Sunday at Portland, Monday at Golden State, and December 7th at Minnesota. So, this is a big road trip that is currently. One and one, all right? Speaking of road trips, you know, Sacramento, who's lost three in a row. After tonight, they take on the L.A. Clippers. And when you look at the early part of this schedule, beginning tomorrow, December 1st, all right? Again, Saturday, the Clippers, you come home and take on the Bulls, then look at this road trip. You start a road trip that goes to Milwaukee, Cleveland, the Knicks, Philadelphia, Toronto, and Detroit. Now, there are a lot of winnable games on that trip. The Knicks, Toronto, Detroit. Don't know about Philadelphia with Embiid and the health. But first things first, got to snap a three-game losing streak coming up tonight against the Indiana Pacers. Open form Wednesday. Don't forget that coming up right after the game tonight, I will be here on Listen App. I'll be right here on Listen App. So join me after the game. We'll take your phone calls. We'll have a lot of fun right here after the game on Listen App. If you want to get in on Open Forum Wednesday, hit your hand icon. We'll do it. If you want to have a fantasy football roundtable today, we'll do it. As soon as somebody brings me a fantasy football question, I'll open up the stage, and anyone that wants to join can. So that's the uh, topics of discussion for today. Again, we'd love to have you join me, and we'll get the show rolling right here with Dorian. Dorian, you'll be my leadoff man today. How are you, Dorian?
3: Hey, what's up, uh, Grant? I'm I'm glad to be your lead- your leadoff man. I pr- appreciate it. Hope you're having a great day. Hope everyone here is having a great day too. Thank you, um, Grant. I was on I was on YouTube, and uh, I I now that we've been engaging a lot more, and I've seen a lot more stuff. I've interacted with you on Facebook and stuff like that. I'm getting a whole bunch of videos um, recommended to me on YouTube. And I came across your, uh, Grant, um, fat rant. Oh man, I died on that one. I, never, I had never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, if that- you're in the room and, and and you go on YouTube, just Google, uh, Grant Napier fat. Rant. Oh man, I lost <laughs> it. I was drinking water. And then you said something along the lines of, and this lady is that sitting, sitting next to me, she's fat. And I, oh man, I lost it, brother. That was amazing.
2: Um, I'm glad you enjoyed that. That was uh, a number of years ago, and a lot yeah. of people think it was my uh, best rant that I've ever done.
3: Oh man, I, like I was just listening to it, and you know, people were pulling over on in parking lots, and oh man, that was just like a beautiful call. It was it was crazy. That was so soup so funny. That was uh, that made my day. I had never heard that one before, Grant. So uh, I appreciate. It. Yeah, of
2: course, Thank you, buddy. Um,
3: I'm sure Connor would appreciate this, but I'm a huge Mexico soccer fan, um, and too bad they lost. They lost two one. Uh, it was a really gnarly. Uh, event, what, what, what happened in Group, group C, if uh, Argentina would have scored one, one, one more goal, and, and if Mexico would have scored one more goal, Mexico would have advanced. So uh sucks for them, but uh, hopefully they could turn around the next four years. They haven't been really good the last two years, so uh, hopefully Pulisic uh, and uh, Simons and everyone can have a really good game for, for USA. Appreciate you, Grant. Thank you. Go Kings.
2: All right. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty amazing what's happened to uh, uh, the national soccer team in Mexico. Uh, And how disappointing that is for them not to get out of their, you know, group and advance to the World Cup. Definitely. All right, let's get to Connor. Speaking of the man. Hey, Connor, how are you today?
4: Doing good. How are you, Grant?
2: Good, Connor. What's up?
4: I hate to break it to Dorian that he's a Mexico fan, but that made my day that Mexico got eliminated. I mean, U.S. fans (laughs) absolutely despise Mexico throughout the years. And I mean, it's been basically Mexico dominating us, but the last three games, the U.S. has won all three. So hopefully it's turning the tide to the U.S. taking over.
2: Um, You know, the one thing I did want to talk to you about, I didn't watch the game with Iran, but I did watch a lot of the video clips from after the game. And sports, once again, shows the world that it really doesn't matter what's going on with Countries and wars and differences that on the playing surface, people can get along. Uh, the the scenes after the match yesterday with U.S. players coming over to console that one Iranian player and the pats on the back, the handshakes, and you know it just goes to show you that people can get along, whereas politicians cannot get along and it's just, I've always noticed that in sports, you know, uh, it's just unbelievable. I remember when we were playing Memphis years ago and Omri Caspi, and I can't remember uh, the name of the other player, but, you know, again, Iran and Israel and going before the game the build up and they hugged each other and there was no issues. It's just a shame. People can get along with other people. They put their you know, political differences aside, you know why? Because it doesn't mean anything to them. You know, the people in Iran are very divided right now. You can say the people in the United States are very divided, but not like they are in the same issues with Iran. But I, I thought there were some great, some great video excerpts that I saw after the match yesterday, and I commend, I commend the players on both sides. But I really commend the players on the United States for how they have handled themselves in press conferences on the pitch. Uh, you know what? They deserve a huge pat on the back. They've been nothing but classy with phenomenal sportsmanship, and I wanted to point that out.
4: Yeah, you talk about press conferences. I think I saw you retweeted it on Twitter of the U.S. Yep. captain with the Iranian reporter asking him, like, such yep. a rude questions and stuff, and he handled it, like, absolutely as good as you could. I mean, it just shows, like, the class of this team.
2: Yep. Yeah, they're on. They, you know what I've really enjoyed they're on the world stage. They recognize they're on the world stage, and they're not only oh they only they're not only over there to win soccer games, but they're also over there trying to send positive messages out to the rest of the world. And I think that's great. I think it's fabulous.
4: Yeah, I mean, talking about all the issues and stuff in Qatar and all the migrant workers yep. and everything. I mean. Qatar, three games, three losses, and they're out. I mean, I think that's pretty ironic.
2: That's not surprising, though, is it?
4: Not re- I mean, every other host team has at least, I think, won, like, their opening game. And usually they can build off the support, but I don't know what happened here. I mean, they obviously
2: – Well, I guess I, – I don't know anything about Qatar soccer. I guess the question I was asking you was they weren't expected to advance, right? They, they were – they're not they're, – they're near the bottom of the tier in, on the world stage in soccer or no?
4: Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, they were in a pretty easy group, but I mean, it's not surprising to me. Okay. And then I heard, I think somebody yesterday was asked a question about like, at the end of the game, the U.S. like going to a more defensive strategy. So what they did is they usually have four defenders, but towards the end of the game, they took out one of their midfielders and added a fifth defender just because if they gave up a goal, the World Cup was over. So... They really were basically parking the bus so they wouldn't give up a goal. So that's why they did that at the end of the game.
2: Which is common strategy for teams in that same situation, is it not?
4: Yeah, it's totally fine. The execution was terrible. Exactly. I mean, one of the guys they brought in was just awful, but it ended up not costing us.
2: Okay. Gotcha, buddy.
4: And then I wanted to talk a little bit about the Kings and the NFL really fast. So yep. I saw people were talking about wanting the Niners Dolphins games to get flexed to Sunday night, but I saw that a Chargers Dolphins game in like a couple of weeks was flexed to Sunday night. Yeah, the
2: week after the the, the, the Sunday, the next Sunday, correct?
4: Yeah, because of the Broncos and Chiefs, I think was the game there, and obviously the Broncos right. aren't must see TV, so I think that was a good decision.
2: A great decision, absolutely, totally agree. What about the game tonight with the Kings and the Pacers?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's obviously Halliburton and Buddy's return. I think it's going to be absolutely awful on your post-game show tonight. If Halliburton outplays Fox and Sabonis, can you imagine what fans are going to be coming in and calling about? Oh, boy. trade this and that. We should yep. have traded Fox. It's going to be the same stuff. Yep.
2: yep. I know. I'm aware of it. I've, I've been dealing with that for decades on the radio. I know I know how it works. Uh, I know how it all is going to go. And you are 100% spot on. That's exactly how the conversation will go tonight. If Halliburton is the man and the Pacers come into Sacramento and win, that's exactly what the conversation will be. 100% correct.
4: And then last thing, I mean, I've heard people talking about like whether the fans should boo or cheer. I mean, I understand why fans would want to cheer. I understand why they want to boo. So I don't really care whatever your preference is.
5: I don't either.
2: Yep. Thanks, buddy. Good hearing from you. Take care. Thanks. Yep. All right, we got more phone calls to uh, get to, and we're going to say hello to Left Lefteris. Lefteris, good to hear from you today. Great to have you on the program. Go right ahead. Hi, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very uh, much, Lefteris.
6: Um. Yeah, Qatar is one of the worst teams, and the only reason why they play at the World Cup is because they are the organizers of the World Cup. They did not go through qualifying rounds like all the other teams. That's the only way they could play in the World Cup. Uh, so they, it was really, really expected that they're not going to get any points or any, uh, do anything in the
2: World Cup. Now, uh, you see the, Does the... Help me out. Help, help, well, well, stop. Help me out here for a minute. Yeah. Does the host yeah. country, every four years of the World Cup, get an automatic bid into the World Cup? Or do you still have to qualify?
6: Uh, my understanding, no, you don't have to qualify.
2: Okay, you get an automatic bid to play. Okay, the host country gets into the World Cup. That's what I thought, okay.
6: Yeah, um, so you see the players, they were uh, Iranian players, they were on the field. Uh, very, very sad that they lost. You know, I'm thinking maybe they, they're thinking about when they go home, because they report is, even though at the last game, they sang the their national anthem, they still didn't go after them for not thinking the national anthem they came before. So uh, I'm... a. Yeah, they're, they're worried about going back home and the what's uh, going to happen. And I don't know if you saw the demonstration that's happening in, uh, not demonstration, that celebration, I would say, in Iran. After they lost the game, they were celebrating because they lost, yep. because they think that they can Yeah, and I somebody actually got, got shot today, uh, got killed by the security yep. forces because uh, he hung when they were celebrating. Uh, it's really amazing what's going on in Iran. It's so... Uh, uh, would you just like you said yesterday, we're lucky to live in a country that we can express our opinion, uh, to have the freedom to talk and disagree. Yep. Uh, just a lot of people don't appreciate that. Um,
2: well, yeah. I also, I also have been reading a lot of stories on this about they feel that some of the Iranian players would defect, but it would also put their families in grave danger, and so there's so much pressure on the players that were just seen playing against the United States and what they may, as you point out, be facing when they go back home. So yeah, um, we should be grateful for what we yeah. have. Yes.
6: Yeah. And I'm sure they talk about it to the players before even they went to a work camp that don't even think about um, defecting because uh, we're going to do this and this, and we're going to watch your family uh, while you're out there in, the, in Qatar. So I'm sure they're all, they know ahead of time what yep. to, to do um one more thing before i go um i don't know if we heard today but uh ronaldo which is one of the best players uh he was often uh offered by a saudi uh arabia uh, team yeah 170 million it.
2: a year my goodness yep. i know yeah, i know that's pretty amazing well we know about saudi arabia with the money all i gotta do is look at the live golf tour so they they print money in Saudi Arabia, but that that's incredible. That is absolutely amazing. I did see that.
6: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all I have for, for today.
2: Right. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Appreciate. Thank thanks for the call. All right, let's get to Jerry in Sacramento. Jerry, welcome to the show. Good to hear from you.
7: Hey, Grant. How are you, sir?
2: I'm good. Thank you.
7: Hey, Grant, I just want to say, you know, I finally caught up uh, on, on your stories. Uh, part three. Uh, you know what? I just want to say thank you again for doing that. Uh,
2: great, great, great stories, Grant. Thank you. You know what? Again, uh, um, I give you a lot of credit for suggesting that I do that. And I was only going to do two days or two episodes. And then I had a couple of people going, gee, I wish you would talk more about the people you work with when you were doing the Kings and some of the other stories. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'll do that. So thank you very much. I really appreciate your suggestion. And to be honest with you, I have a lot of fun talking and I have a lot of fun telling stories. And, you know, I could probably do 10 episodes because with with other stories, here's what I am concerned about when I do that is over the years, I've shared so many stories and I don't want to be redundant And there are people that may have heard my stories in the past. So for instance, the episode that was released yesterday, I try to make it fresh. I try to do some stories that really maybe I haven't covered as extensively as I did on my podcast. But thank you. I do appreciate that.
7: And Grant, a couple more things. Uh, One more thing about your book. Uh, Do you think you're still going to do that? Maybe after what happens with your uh, trial? Yes. Uh, uh, Okay. Yes, I'm waiting for uh, my
5: lawsuit
2: to conclude uh, before mm -hmm. uh, a a book would come out because I think that the particulars of the lawsuit are important and I want them in my book, but I don't know how the lawsuit is going to go. Uh, There are some things that will definitely be in the book assuming that I do go forward with the project that I think a lot of people are going to be very interested in reading.
7: (laughs) And Grant, uh, can you share uh, 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 when you and your wife were out back, uh, you you got a call from Joe. Can you share what he was pissed off about and what he wanted you to say?
2: He wanted me to criticize an individual. And I said, I'm not going to mention the name. And I said, you know, and he was screaming at me and I know Joe. And I knew Joe and I was like, so I let him go off. And then, then I jumped in and then I started yelling at him. And as soon as I started yelling at him, he stopped. And I'm like, Joe, you know, I can't do that, Joe. Are you kidding me, Joe? You know, I can't do that. And then he would, he paused for like five seconds. and goes, oh yeah, I know, Grant. I'm just so bad, you know, blah, 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 blah. So that didn't happen a lot. That happened maybe, (laughs) maybe three or four times throughout that entire thing. And, um, you know, I, I did share this story after the Kings and the Maloofs had announced that they had sold the team to Seattle. That was uh, in January. And in March, the Kings were playing at the Staples Center and Gavin Maloof was sitting courtside at the game with some other individuals. Now, I had not taught my last conversation with anybody in the Maloof family was on Martin Luther King Day in New Orleans at the lobby of the hotel when George Malouf called me to tell me that they had reached an agreement to sell the team to a group in Seattle. And I've talked about that story. And from that point forward, that's when I said, we're going to roll our sleeves up to our freaking neck. We're keeping the team in Sacramento, blah, 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 blah. So I go over to say hello to Gavin. And Gavin said, hey, Grant, I'm really disappointed in you. And I said, What are you disappointed in me for? He goes, ah, You know, I've heard things that you've been saying uh, on the radio. And I said, Gavin, stop. I said, I've never said anything bad about your family on the radio. I said, You know what, Gavin? I'm going on the air every day and I'm trying to help save the team in Sacramento. That's what I'm doing. All right. I've never said anything bad about your family on the air. I've never gotten personal with your family on the air. So whatever you're hearing, you're hearing secondhand. And I suggest that you. Listen, because you'd have a different take. And he goes, "Okay, okay, Grant, okay, okay." And we shook hands. I said, "Hey, Gavin, good seeing you." And I turned around and I walked back to my broadcast position. That's, uh, and then I would also say this because I want to be completely transparent here. When I went through what I went through in on June between May 31st and June 2nd, I received text messages from Gavin Maloof and George Maloof, telling me how sorry they were and how ridiculous it was that that happened to me, okay? And then I would receive uh, messages from Gavin and George, wishing me happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. And even George Maloof said, hey, you know what? We'd love to have you at a night's game. You let me know when you're in town. Blah, blah, blah. So they've always been very classy to me, even through all of the BS and everything that I had to do on the radio. They've still been very cool to me. So just letting everyone
5: know that.
7: And you know, Grant, you know, I could totally see you doing that, talking like that to Joe, talking like that to Gavin. Because uh, I remember in your show in Sacramento when people would call you and tell you that you're just huh. a mouthpiece for the Maloose family, you would tell me, you know what, chef, <laughs> I don't want to hear that stuff hang up on them but yeah uh, uh, i have just just uh, listening to for so many years Grant I can just say that that's the way that you were and you weren't gonna back down to anybody
2: no and I told I i was very direct with Gavin I just said Gavin that's bullshit and um, you, you know whoever's telling you that stuff they're not telling you they're not telling you the truth I go go back and listen to the shows yourself so hey I don't make any bones about it you know I, I Maybe. was a TV announcer the Maloofs paid my salary when I was on TV but they didn't pay my salary was on radio when I was on radio. Is there a fine line? Yeah, it's a fine line. I had to walk it every day. People have no idea how difficult my job was during that time. No one, no one understands. There's only one person because he used to tell me, and that's Carmichael Dave. All right, he knew exactly what the hell I was dealing with. And we both knew what each other was dealing with. So no one really understood what that was like for me to be doing both the Kings and hosting a radio show during that very tumultuous time. I mean, it was very, very challenging.
7: Grant, maybe that was Chris Weber talking to the Maloofs. Just kidding, Grant.
2: Uh, you'll find out the truth because <laughs> the truth will come out in the court of law. And I'm not, as I said yesterday, I'm not 99.9% sure. I'm 100% sure that everyone will find out, not, not, not 99.9, everyone will know, okay, at the conclusion or during my proceedings in federal court that Chris Weber's tweet was a blatant lie that he never told anyone in the King's organization anything about me regarding racism. And that will be proven in a court of law. And once again, Chris Webber will be proved to be a liar. He's already lied under oath in front of a grand jury. He lied on social media, which is not lying under oath, by the way, but he will be under oath at some point again, and we'll see what he says but i'm telling you right. 100% the facts will come out and i will have facts i already have the facts that what he said on social media was a blatant lie blatant
7: and grant could he uh go to jail if he's caught again
2: lying uh i don't believe he could be criminally charged for putting out a tweet of that magnitude, but as they say, Jerry, stay tuned.
7: <laughs> Thanks for taking my call, Grant. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you. All right, if you want to get in on the show, just hit your hand icon, and we will do it. Let's get to Ryan in Sacktown. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Grant. How you doing? I'm good, buddy. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet since it is Open Form
8: Wednesday. If you were forced, and I know you're gonna say that nobody can force me to do anything but if you wrote an autobiography about your first 62 years what would the title be
2: oh boy <laughs> oh boy all yeah. right oh boy it would either be that or it would be if you don't like that but uh i don't know off the top of my head it would be oh boy yep <laughs>
8: All right. I like that. All right. Well, I'm going to hop off because uh, I am Chef Boyardee in it. It is a game night. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh... Huh? OK. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, if you have a if you have a better title for my book, I'm, o- I'm all o- I'm open ears. You know, I'm all, well, I'm all...
8: I- I've oh. got I've got seven days to
2: think about it. So. OK. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. Enjoy Bye. your dinner.
0: All right. See ya. Oh, my God.
2: All right, let's get to uh, John. John, what's going on, buddy?
0: Oh, I wanted to get Ryan and see what the hell he's cooking tonight because I'm Chef Boy RD myself. I got two New York oh, steaks, okay. some baked potatoes, uh, grilled onions, and some grilled asparagus, and a green salad, blue cheese, blue cheese dressing. Ryan. What you well, doing, I'll tell you buddy? right now.
2: If I was in, hey, if I was in Sacramento, I'd be, I'd be getting in my car and driving over to your place. That's what, regardless of what Ryan's cooking, it doesn't matter what he's cooking. Based on what you just told me, I'm heading over to yours. I'm heading over I'm to your you, house.
0: All my neighbors can smell it from a block away when they walk around the block. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you're invited. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, it a, I don't think I can make it in time for dinner uh, unless um, they have the Concord come back into it. Even, uh, even on the Concord, well. Let me see if I could fly the Concorde across the country. I if if it was in existence, I could probably make it in about mm, less than two hours. No, I don't think I'm going to get there in time. I don't know. I don't know. I would be I just started
0: it, man. I can wait. I got a (laughs) tri tip going on too. All right, I got a tri tip (laughs) in case you're missing New York. It's going to take a little longer. All
2: right, I appreciate that. And, hey, as
0: soon as I hear the sonic boom, I'll know that you're freaking close by.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay, that was man. fun for Open Forum Wednesday. Go Kings this evening. And, Ryan, what man, the hell are you man. cooking, buddy? Get back on for a yeah. second.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Grant. Oh, my God. See ya. All right, don't forget, I'll be coming on right here on Listen App after the game tonight. So come right back here and we'll have fun. <laughs> John is an absolute beauty. Oh, my gosh. He is an absolute freaking beauty. All right. Ryan just texted me, rack of lamb. It's rack of lamb night. There you go. How about that? Rack of lamb night. That's big time over in Ryan's house. I'm still going with uh, the steak. Here he is right here. All right, Ryan. Rack of lamb, huh, buddy? That's pretty impressive.
8: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we got a dill rub. Uh, Along with citrus and some other herbs, we have sriracha or sambal mashed potatoes, a spicy tzatziki sauce, and uh, grilled mushrooms with a mushroom-garlic reduction.
2: Oh, my God. Well, I'm a steak guy, so I'm still going over to John's, but your menu sounds pretty damn good. I'm impressed. I'm impressed.
8: So maybe John and I need to do one of those little cook-offs, John. You let me know. You pick the steak. We'll have a little bit of fun. Napes can be the judge.
2: Absolutely. You know what? Next time I come back to Sacramento, we got to figure it out. I'll, I'll figure out a place that we can have, uh, you know, various barbecues, grills, and everything. And you guys can cook for everybody. We'll have, you know, what we'll, we'll get the funds. We'll buy all the food. We'll have all of our listeners come. And we'll just have a big cookout for everyone. How's that sound?
8: Let's do it. Hey, John, my Traeger's portable. So you <laughs> name the spot, buddy. But yeah, no, that would be great. I would love to do that.
2: All right. See you, buddy. Right. Oh, man, that's good stuff. How about the way these guys eat? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, no, well, I mean, good Lord, right? Wow, man. I mean, unbelievable. That's incredible. Oh, unbelievable. All right, if you want to get in on the show today, hit your hand icon, and I'll put you right up on stage. Don't forget to join me after the game tonight right here. So I'm mixing it up a little bit. I've done a lot of shows on YouTube, and they've gone very well, by the way. They've gone very, very well. And tonight, I just wanted to have some give and take with some callers. So that's why... I'm here tonight after the game on listen app you know i i I, I have more uh, what word am i looking for i have it's a, I, I reach many many more people on YouTube because I'm also being shown on Periscope and on facebook, so uh my numbers have been off the charts like i'm I'm not kidding you i'm my biggest number was over 30,000 for the Lakers post game show. So let's try to really build up the, I'm not expecting 30,000 here. That's not the point I'm trying to make, but pass the word along that I'm going to be doing this tonight on listen app, get your buddies to uh, join us and we'll have fun. All right. So that's coming up tonight right here on listen app. All right. Again, I want to hear from you. It's open form Wednesday, open form Wednesday, we can go in any direction that you want. Still nothing going on with Aaron Judge if you're into baseball and free agency, all right? I would think the starting point would have to be a minimum of 300000000 million. I'm already on record that I'm not doing that if I am the Yankees. Uh, you got Phil Mickelson going after Tiger Woods, all right, for his comments. About the Live Golf Tour and Greg Norman. Very interesting. You know, when you think about Phil and you think about Tiger and their careers, uh, again, Tiger was playing in his event in the Bahamas. He had to withdraw, I guess, because of bad plantar fasciitis. And uh, he was asked that the players on tour owe Mickelson an apology for all the criticism he took for. You know, everything he said, no, absolutely not. No, we took out an enormous loan during the pandemic, in which that if we had another year of the pandemic, our tour would only be sustained for another year. So we took out an enormous loan. It worked, it paid off in our benefit. Hence, we we're able to use that money to make the increases that we've made. Phil criticizing the PGA tour that all of a sudden after the Live Golf Tour, they have finally found all of this money. All right. So Tiger said no, absolutely that's not true uh, at all. All right. Uh, so, Phil said 1.6 billion in stocks, 700 million in cash, 1.5 billion in non-liquid assets. This is from the nonprofit section. The for-profit section hasn't been stated since 2012, but was more than the nonprofit part of that time. This can all be Googled and you know, we heard about, we all know about the comments the film made, you know, to ship about Saudi Arabia and everything. Here's what we do know. Saudi Arabia prints money. The Live Golf Tour is not going anywhere. And we'll see how it affects the PGA Tour long term. All right, let's get to uh, Rich. Rich, good to have you on the show today.
5: Hey, I thanks you for having me. you doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Just just got back to San Diego last night, and now I don't have to wait up till 10 p.m. to watch the Kings play. <laughs> there you go.
2: That's Man. one of the benefits of being on the West Coast.
5: Yeah, it sure is. Um, but uh, hey, I w- you know, if you give a, give me some heads up on this uh, on this cookoff, I'd like to join in on that too. But I'll, I'll represent the uh, the Mexican uh, food side of things. Perfect. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I That's opened great. up Chevy's in 88 and I had my own Mexican restaurant in Oregon for nine years from 78 to 88.
2: Yeah. Wow. So right, what, what's your favorite, what's your favorite dish, Mexican dish?
5: My favorite dish is basically I did, I did what's called the burrito ranchero and, uh, it was, it was pretty, pretty phenomenal at my restaurant and also steak picado. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, But I learned from a little uh, Mexican, uh, Native American woman that uh, about half my size, named Juanita, she rolled out homemade fresh tortillas at the restaurant every day. And uh, we taught Oregon what Mexican food was all about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, very interesting. All right. Good, 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 good. Real quick, before I go, I want to let you. uh, Did you notice you were in the the Sacramento Bee this morning?
2: Yes, I did see the story. Oh, it's okay. uh, put on okay. put online yesterday in, in reference to mark jones
5: yes exactly yeah. yes what, yep. what were and, your thoughts uh, on
2: that my thoughts on that it's been an absolute hypocrisy uh that i went through what i went through for saying all lives matter every single one and then the kings hire somebody who has been very inflammatory on social media has been um just like some of the things that he's put out on social media as it relates to law enforcement as it relates to Nick Bosa, uh, and we can go on and on has been despicable. And I think it's just a, 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 a he's exhibit yeah. a of double standards in our society. And I think it's a travesty. I think it's an absolute travesty. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about it?
5: Yeah, no, I'm with you 110% man. 110%. Yeah. 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 Cause I've been, I've been following well, that a little bit and I've read some of the stuff he says, and I, i listen to him when he does come on the air and it's a it's joke. Just, it's, it's crazy but uh anyway you know I'm, I'm 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 batting for you man i'm pushing for you so keep it up okay
2: thank you thank you you have a good rest of the uh, day enjoy the game tonight i'll be on here after the game right here on listen app
5: okay sounds good thanks buddy
2: welcome home thank you rich appreciate right, thank it thank you bye yep bye-bye all right let's get to uh, some more phone calls and uh let's bring back connor go ahead connor
4: Well, I was thinking since it's almost the end of the season, uh, maybe we can do a little fantasy discussion.
2: Yeah, go ahead. All right, we'll open up the fantasy roundtable right now. If you want to get on with Connor, just hit your hand icon, and I'll put you right up on stage. So, yeah, you lead us off, Connor, and we'll be joined by others. Go ahead.
4: This is obviously the big news in the NFL, and it has some repercussions in fantasy. So do you guys think that Deshaun Watson would be a good pickup to maybe carry a team to the playoffs this season?
2: Wow. All right. Let's go, uh, Cody. I see you're on others. Let's go on and let's have a fantasy round table discussion. I think Ryan is in the middle of cooking. So uh, we got John. All right. He'll join us. Uh, so John is on with us and let me bring on uh, Cody. He's on with us. And uh, if you want to join, Connor, I it. wouldn't touch him for the first week, bro. Yeah,
0: go ahead, John. I wouldn't touch him for the first week,
2: Connor. All right, Cody, what about you? Would you uh, touch the Sean Watson this week and the uh, fantasy football team?
1: uh maybe maybe on a daily fantasy because the matchup is real juicy because the texans aren't that good but it's a hard play this week i would want to wait a week but maybe the the last four games after that he might be good man it's worth it's worth keeping your eye on
2: all right uh so john you said no way huh
0: not on the first game and i agree maybe a couple games down the road when we see what he really looks like as if you're in a league you know that that you want to win it's it's i think you're going too far out of the limb to take him now i mean if he kills it tomorrow maybe next week you do but i would wait two to three i'd
2: wait i'd wait a bit all right let's bring it out to the conversation Al, it's uh, great to have you on here on the fantasy football roundtable. What, 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 how do you handle Deshaun Watson this week? What, how would you answer that question by Connor?
9: Connor, who do you have as a quarterback right now? Justin Herbert and Matthew Stafford. Well, forget Stafford. You know, yeah, Her- I, you got Herbert. Herbert's your go-to guy. I, I, I drop Stafford right now. I'm telling you, my Rams fan. Drop Stafford. Get watching and hold on and see how, how he plays out because you know playoffs are coming up, and you know it, it's not about you. Still got Herbert, so it's a no-brainer to me. I it's a it's a low risk high reward for you because he's not your he's not your go-to guy. You got Herbert already. He's going to have he plays at a dome. And he's going to have some home games in some pretty pretty good conditions in the coming weeks. So I, I I would pull that trigger in a heartbeat, man. Because you, you know he's not your your main guy. I, I definitely would cut Stafford. Forget Stafford, man. He the Rams are done, man. They're a mess. Yeah, yeah, they are. Year, yes. I would agree with that. Cut Stafford. Get Watson. It's low, my friend. It's low risk, high reward. You know, I I, I would jump on that, man. Now, not again. Wait and hold off. And and you know, like John said, hold off. Like Cody and John said. Give it a week or so, yeah. The the, the match is juicy, like Cody said. How how, how could it? I, it's almost like must see TV. He's going against his old team, you know. And this is his first game. It's like really, you know. Hmm. Yeah. But you know that. But at the same same time, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Hey John. Sorry.
2: No, hey John. Don't overcook your food while you're joining me on oh, the roundtable. All right, I don't want I'm, you to ruin your I'm dinner. I'm
0: standing about nine feet from my barbecue right now. I'm doing just fine. I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> if you hear something go up, it might be my beard. And it might be a little shorter than you thought. Hey, John,
9: don't burn the prime
0: rib, buddy. I'm not making the prime rib. I'm making the New Yorks, and I'm making the tri-tip, and the, the grilled asparagus is what I don't want to overcook. That's tricky. We'll love it. We're going to get together, and we're all going to have some of that.
9: But, hey, like well, everybody we produces... Say yeah. we. Any of the any of us listeners gonna be? Boy, I'm hungry, man. I gotta, I gotta. I'm Is hungry.
0: A, maybe Jerry's got a smellophone. Do they still make those?
9: <laughs> oh, yeah, like a scratch <laughs> and sniff. Oh, see, I don't think so, bud. You're
0: feeling me, brother.
9: <laughs> oh, John, you're killing oh, me, God. Smalls. I can't. Me and Mika, the guys, the the group wants to come over to John's. I'll bring, I'll bring, uh, I'll bring chips oh, yeah, and definitely. dip, like you know, because I don't cook.
2: Okay, well, hey Ryan, I think most
9: guys
0: right. are
2: rooting for Cody. me, buddy. <laughs> they are rooting for you, Cody. You got any other questions? Uh, Connor had a question. You have any questions on your team coming up for this weekend that you have a you want to answer?
1: Uh, not at the moment. I, I was just checking out uh, Deshaun Watson's upcoming schedule. He's got the Texans, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Saints, and the Commanders. Those matchups they seem pretty good. I, he, Connor, I I put
9: him on
1: yeah. the bench if I were yeah. you, over Stafford for
9: sure. I mean, to me, it's it's just right. looking at Connor's depth. You know, he's got he's got Herbert. You know, I, I I just see it as a low risk, high reward. You're not, you know, that's that's what I see. But I really pull the trigger, and then then you know, this week, oof, you know, it'd be nice to, to see him come back, but. It could take him a week or two to get up to speed. I don't know exactly what he's been doing with the team up up to this point. I imagine he's had some kind of interaction with them and meetings and stuff or what have you. So, But uh, I had a question. What do you guys think of this? I hate to do this because, you know, John Madden used to, used to always say when you go to the dance, you dance with the girl you brung. I got Josh Allen. He's at New England on Thursday. Or I could go with Trevor Lawrence. At Detroit, who can't defend anything? What do you guys think on that, Connor? What do you, Connor? What do you think? I'll let you go first, Connor.
4: I'm not sitting Josh Allen in any scenario. I mean, I know Thursday night is usually a low-scoring game, but we're talking about Josh Allen and MVP. I don't think. I mean, I don't think there's any question about it.
2: All right, what about you, uh, John?
0: I agree whole wholeheartedly with Connor, man. I have never, I have yet to see uh, Trevor do anything as well in the NFL as he did in college. I mean, the really, the book is still out on him. Where Josh Allen, I think, has come into his own. Hey, like we say before, man, Hall of Fame is loaded with guys who've had a few shitty games in a row. Josh Allen's a yeah. man. He's yeah. going to come back
5: around.
9: What about, you? what about you, Al? No, you mean, Co- Co- how about you, Cody? What would your take be on that?
1: Uh, with Josh Allen. Or who?
9: Trevor Lawrence at Detroit. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the weak matchup, but right now Connor and, and John are spot on with what you know. Because sometimes I look at websites, and you know, you got to go with your guy. And I and it's, this is I'm seven and five. I'm fourth place, uh, six in a twelve team leave. I'm fourth place, and I'm you know six teams make it, six teams don't, and we're it's, I, got, I can't. I shouldn't be screwing around with this. I'm kind of leaning what Connor said. You gotta go at your 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 A guy, even though I'm not now Lawrence has had a, a couple, you know, pretty good games over.
2: Oh I think we just lost uh Al. All right. Uh, any other questions before we wrap this round table up from either John, Connor, or Cody?
1: I'm uh I was just thinking about the game a couple years. Was it last year? It was snowing in New England. I I guess the forecast is clear, but I think the Patriots, they beat Buffalo. They just ran the ball.
2: That was in Buffalo. That was in Buffalo. Remember that strange game? That was the the, the weather game in Buffalo where New England just – it was one of the most bizarre games that were played all season. But, yeah, that game was in Buffalo they were referring to.
1: That's what – my only thing that makes me a little bit nervous about playing Josh Allen, but the Lions are up and down. I think their defense is getting better actually. that They beat Green Bay what a couple weeks ago. They, they, I'd play Allen though, Al for sure. You're kind of stuck.
9: Can you guys hear me? Yep, we got your back out. Go ahead. Okay, guys, thanks for that. The three of you, the, I'm gonna go with all four guys. I know Grant Nate probably with Allen too. I, I shouldn't be messing her. I should know better in this. I just started looking at this match, matchups, but you know, if I'm going to shoot, my, I would kick myself if I went Lawrence and he didn't do anything. But you guys got anything else, man? Anybody else? John, you do any fantasy, my friend? What are you? uh, are you in that stuff?
0: Hey, man, if I played fantasy football, every single one of my players would wear royal blue and silver, all right? I'm very much like Grant on this. I can't re- I, I watch – I watch the games on Sunday and I don't, you know, really go online much or anything. I watch games on Sunday and I diagnose football with my eyes. I've always have since I've been a kid. And Grant and I have always kind of done it the same way since we've been shitting the ship for <laughs> twenty plus years.
5: Yeah.
2: John's so it's, the it's, only so it's it's John, right John is a voice fan that I'm
9: nice to. <laughs> you, you, you know what, John? That's so funny because Nate Nape's the same way. Mm-hmm. And you know another thing. Another thing that Grant said, because he's always spot on, I don't have the time for fancy football, and that hits the nail on the head. You gotta, if you're gonna really try to win your league, you gotta be up to speed on this right.
0: I'm busy cooking.
9: Oh,
2: gee. I like it. I like well, Hey, boys. It, uh, hey, I love the roundtable. This is fun you. as hell, man. Yep. You guys yeah. have a good one. Thank you, John. Thank you, uh, Connor. Right. Good, good for you to start it off, Connor. Al, it's always great having you on, and Cody.
0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Champacasino.com.
2: Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. are prohibited by law. 18 plus.
9: Terms and conditions apply.
2: That that uh, Wednesday's fun where we can shoot the breeze like that and even talk some cooking and even rich. So we got we got Ryan, John, and Rich. All right? We'll have a, boy, I'll tell you, there's going to be a lot of happy people when we have this get together. All right. We'll supply all the food. We'll supply, you know, make sure that we have a lot of grills. We'll have a lot of fun. Well, we'll have a good time. We'll have a listener party. Even the people on YouTube as
9: well. We'll have a great time.
2: All right. Let's bring Al back in. Al, thanks very much for joining me on that roundtable. Now we bring you back up on stage, buddy. Oh, thank
9: you, man. That was fun. I've been missing an action for a while and I enjoyed it. Thanks for all the. Feedback the guys gave it really helpful because it's a uh, crunch time in uh, the fantasy. I just wanted to say, uh, congratulations on your viewership and YouTube, man. You know, keep, keep up the, the the good work, and you know, we're all, we're all listening. You. And you know, I'm listening even when I was out, you know, I was still listening to the shows and listening to Connor, Connor your comments from everybody, you. Big John, the Cowboys. And I yeah, speaking of the Cowboys, personally, on a personal note, I, I know you like the Niners in the conference, but I'll tell you what the Cowboys, they got thunder and lightning and, and Elliot and, and Pollard and they can rush the passer. So I got to tell you, yep, I, I like John's uh, Cowboys and yep. they, they can rush the passer and they can get heat up.
2: You know, I'm not sold on Dak Prescott. I'm just not sold on him in a big yeah. game uh, with uh, that. That's the issue, but you're right. They do. They do run that football. Uh, that, that is, they got a very nice one, two punch and, uh that's for sure and they have michael parsons on defense who you know is the closest thing that i've seen to lawrence taylor in a long time so yeah they 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 they're a team you got to at
9: least keep your eyes on there's no doubt about that yeah they got they lead the league in sacks man i mean got like they got over yep. 45 sacks and so and i just want to say uh appreciate all your efforts for the after after game show and it's going to be a I think what's helped you a lot, man, but it's, it's the Kings are relevant, man. I seen all of a sudden some guys are finding you like that young, that guy, that kid in South America yep. on your YouTube, Eduardo, you know, he found you and he's able to communicate with you on YouTube. We got to get Danny from England. Is there any way we can find out where he is and get him in there? Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised he's not on, you know, the time of the, uh, you know, it's in the middle
2: of the night for him. But uh, I've known Eduardo. Eduardo came all the way out from Chile, not once, but twice to uh, go to uh, Kings games. And I had a great time meeting him and hanging out with him. Uh, He came into the radio studio once and I put him on the air doing my radio show. And uh, we had a great time. So, yeah, it was was very good that he's able to watch on YouTube.
9: You are so gracious, Nathan. So that's why I just, you know, you're the best man. But uh, hopefully we can find Dandy. I know it's eight hour difference in, in California, uh, and, uh, and you know, because I was stationed yep. over there in the military yep. Air Force back. Uh, so have a good night, buddy. Go Kings. Thank you, bud. Appreciate that. Yeah, and after the game,
2: I'll be right here on Listen app. So everyone, keep that in mind. Join me. I'll be on about nine twenty. Figure that's about when the game ends. Right here on Listen app. So. Have a great evening. Enjoy the game. Stay safe. And don't forget, I'll talk to you in a couple of hours. All right. Take care. So long, everybody.
9: With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: 18 plus.